You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is to be the best mom ever, and most importantly, stay sane while we do it. So I just want to give you guys a little bit of an update on the COVID vaccine, because this whole COVID vaccine situation has the potential to drive mommies insane. Because we want to do the best for our kids, right? We want to make sure we're giving them something safe. We want to make sure that we're doing our part, you know, as members of the community as well. Um, We just have a lot of choices and things to think about right now. And I know I bought you guys kind of an initial um, kind of uh, a podcast and and, and YouTube episode where I kind of talked about the vaccine before it had gotten to the stage it is now and the clinical trials and everything. And basically, based on what I'm reading now and some information that has now come to light, I feel the need to recant some things, okay, mommies, because here's my thing. My goal with you guys is just to share information that I am finding, you know, sometimes when we can hear somebody else's opinion, you know, it kind of helps us to understand how we feel about things. So hearing how I feel about some things regarding this vaccination might make it easier for you to make some decisions. It might give you some things to think about, some things to agree with, some things that you don't agree with. So it's just opening the opportunity for healthy dialogue with ourselves in our, you know, mommy community. We're always more than welcome to kind of have these chats on my social media and things like that. And then just among your own friends and your own family as well. So Anytime that I put out some information and then I find something else, I'm going to always update, you know, because I never want to be giving out information that could be a little bit, you know, maybe not 100% correct. To the best of my ability, I always try to make sure that I am vetting my, you know, sources that I get information from. And I'm really trying to give you like an unbiased and fair perspective. So again, the Biggest thing that a person can be, I feel, is open and honest. And so this is me telling you, there are some things that I've actually changed my mind on about this. some of these vaccines that I put out earlier that was a totally different um, understanding or perspective than what I have now. And I want to share that information with you. So the one thing that I did in my last podcast episode about this um, vaccine is that I was basically praising AstraZeneca and I was thinking that their vaccine was going to be the best one based on some other things that AstraZeneca has done in the past as far as vaccinations and advancements in medicines and things like that. Now, AstraZeneca, like a lot of the large pharmaceutical companies also has their skeletons in their closet too. Again, I don't actually, you know, I'm no scientist or or whatever. So please, I don't know how all this works. Don't nobody sue me. Don't nobody. I'm just trying to do the best job that I can and sharing this information with my community. So moms do your own research as well. And yeah, so just disclaimer there, you know, some of these bigger people are watching. I'm just a mom trying to do something, help some people out and help myself. So please, okay. Um, But yeah, so AstraZeneca and all of them have definitely had skeletons in their closet. And so 
I felt like the AstraZeneca, vac AstraZeneca vaccine, though, was going to be one that was going to be really good because it was backed by Oxford, Oxford University. And Oxford, Oxford University is, you know, world renowned for, you know, their education and their scientists and everything like that. And that's still all true. I'm not totally discrediting them. I just don't like what they are doing with their um current uh, COVID-19 vaccine. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, their vaccine is cheaper than the Pfizer and Moderna ones. And I believe that that could be because of the way that they basically get the spike protein that kind of invokes their immune response. Theirs, from the way I understand it, and remember, I'm just a reader, I'm not a scientist, um, but from the way I'm understanding it is their spike protein is actually coming from chimpanzees and chimpanzee poop to be exact. So that was all pudding, okay? I can't even say that without wrinkling up my face and huh, feeling like I'm going to dry heave because that's disgusting. Now, let's play the other side to be fair. So to be fair and from a scientific perspective, that you know process of extracting the proteins that they need from chimpanzee poop is not anything new. That's been going on in medicine for quite a while, although it's not, I guess I'll say in my terms, it's not the gold standard of how things can be done. It's better, of course, to get all those things from humans obviously okay so but again they're racing against the clock and they feel like this could be better because you know it doesn't have to be frozen and everything like the Pfizer and Moderna Moderna ones have to be and everything like that and initially I was thinking oh the Pfizer and Moderna ones are being pushed by you know some political agendas I felt and that that could be a determining factor into how safe you know the vaccine actually is now that still could be the case but pfizer and moderna's vaccines do not have the chimp poop in it okay like they don't have the chimp poop in it to our knowledge based on what they're telling us based on what we're reading and that's why their vaccine is more effective supposedly according to what i'm reading than the astrazeneca one now astrazeneca also was in trouble in the uk because some of the information in their research studies and their clinical trials was not included when they submitted um, to their governments there for approval so that information had to be gathered and resubmitted it still now has already from way I'm understanding it has gone out and they are about to start, you know, rolling out the vaccine to some people there. But again, um, yeah, I just, the chimp poop thing is, is just a bit much for me. It's convened by the University of Oxford and its phineas company, Vactec, this vaccine uses different molecular tools to provide a preview of the SARS-CoV-2 virus to the human body. Instead of making weaker viruses or delivering mRNA that encodes a spike protein as Moderna and Pfizer did, the Oxford vaccine packs the DNA that codes for the spike protein in the shell of a genetically altered chimpanzee virus. Ugh, I'm dry even again, okay? The original 
Adenovirus causes common cold in chimpanzees and it is rarely, if ever, infects humans. The virus is further modified to ensure that the chimp virus cannot grow in people. Now that right there is where I pause, okay? Now, what did you actually do to make it so that it's not going to grow in people? And what happens if it does? Am I gonna randomly get some kind of nasty monkey disease that y'all don't know how to treat? Um, you know, am I going to be more prone to get HIV? I, look, this just takes my mind. Look, the point of working mommy is how to be the best mom ever and stay sane while you do it. And this is just making me do this. You know, I'm dancing now. The mind is dancing because it's going in all these different directions because I'm like, what happens if, you know, them what ifs? And again, to be fair, like I said before, this is, you know, a, a method for creating vaccines that has been used for quite some time, getting certain things from chimps and different animals and all this and that. But again, even those other vaccines, they still have had more time, you know, to develop those. And I feel like that time gives them the ability to make sure it's done in a safe way versus this vaccine, because we're in a pandemic, it's just rush, rush, rush. And I'm like, okay, y'all haven't even had the time to really see how that chimp virus is gonna act when it's in humans. And I know the virus is already dead in the vaccine. It's not living, it's just a carrier, just like it says here. It's just a vehicle to get it into your body, just something for your body to understand like, oh, this is happening basically, but still, okay? And I'm trying to deliver this information as fair and unbiased as I possibly can, but I'm grossed out, man. Yuck, yuck, I don't want that, okay? Not completely opposed to, the vaccines and themselves, but I definitely don't want this one um, because there's just a lot of questions for me. I don't understand it. The more they can educate the public on it, the better it'll be. But what I do know is again, the Moderna and the Pfizer ones do not, they're not coming, they're not using any chimp uh, viruses to, to um, be the carrier or whatever for, you know, the blocking of the pathogens and everything. So I feel like now I'm completely recanting. So that's what I want you guys to understand. Before I was saying that the AstraZeneca virus, uh, I'm sorry, vaccine would be a better option. Now I am saying that the Pfizer and Moderna ones are going to be better options, I feel, because they do not have the um, the chimp, uh, chimp poop. It's a chimp poop, right? It's not the chimp poop vaccine okay now to be fair when i did share that information before none of that information was public all we knew was that astrazeneca had a vaccine and pfizer had one moderna's wasn't even really out yet okay so i just want to say that because you know if i had known that at the time i would have never <laughs> been like yeah guys get the astrazeneca one yeah it's gonna be great no Okay, so Pfizer Moderna is looking up right now and theirs is more effective as well. It's 94% effective, okay? So again, I want to just share that little bit just to give you some information to think about. A lot of people still, you know, they're like, okay, that's just something that happens in vaccinations, in medicine. It's a common thing that's been done for decades and they're okay with it. I'm just letting you know my little perspective on it, you know, if, if that helps you with anything. Now, shifting gears. So we've talked about that. Let me talk about the other kind of hang up that I have 
Um, and this one is with the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines. So I still feel like they are going to be the better option, but there is still a bit that I'm, I'm wondering how it's actually going to pan out, okay? So as you probably heard by now, these um, vaccines, although they're 94% effective, they're not sure how long they're effective for. And that is what's leaving the question in my mind. Right now we're hearing that, you know, they are effective for three months, okay? So that sounds great in theory, but let's think about this logistically. If the vaccine is effective for at least three months, and let's hope it's more than that, then how are we going to get everybody vaccinated in three months? Because the only way for the vaccine to really put a dent in the coronavirus pandemic is everybody will either have to stop altogether, you know, um, working, interacting with each other all together for a certain period of time, or we would have to have a vaccine and enough of the population get vaccinated to where, you know, the levels in the population are so low that it's not going to overwhelm, you know, the hospitals and things like that if a couple people here or there get it because most people have been vaccinated for it and it's, it's not that big of an issue anymore. So that's a very small window, three months to get most of the population vaccinated. And I just, you know, if it's only effective for three months, we'll just have to see. That just seems like a big undertaking. And from a logistics standpoint, if they haven't even been able to get the stimulus checks, you know, um, seed about and get those out to people, how are we going to have this um, collaborative effort to get out these vaccines like, in this short window and everything. And a lot of people don't, even these ones, the Moderna and Pfizer ones, which I do feel now after more information has been made public about them, I do feel that more than likely they're overall pretty safe. But even with that, a lot of people still don't wanna take it, understandably so, you know what I mean? Cause there's still a lot of unknowns, but let me just read you a bit um, from this other article. This one is on sciencetime.com. And again, this is just a quick one that is a little, easier for me to read, um, but I encourage you guys to actually go to the Pfizer and Moderna websites, visit those. And again, both of these are now in clinical trials. So there is information that the FDA is um, publishing about these uh, almost daily. And then you can always go to the U.S. Department of Health website as well. And they have a ton of more um, biased, you know, information, information that's not just coming from Pfizer or um, Moderna, okay? So the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine antibody will be effective for at least three months, okay? New research found that the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine, which was recently shown to be 94% effective, induces the human immune system to develop strong antibodies that last for at least three months, according to a report from Medical Express, okay? The National Institute for Allergies and Infectious Disease, who examined the immune responses of 34 participants, claimed in the New England Journal of Medicine that the antibodies preventing the invasion of human cells by the SARS-CoV-2 virus declined slightly over time, but the level remained high in all participants three months after the booster vaccination. And I believe the booster vaccination that they're referring to is the second time that you come back. So the first time you get an initial shot, then 28 days later, you come back and get the second portion. And that's when it actually starts to work. And then three months from that time is how long you have um, 
the immunity or beyond. So again, they just are finishing phase three clinical trials. So it really hasn't even been past three months that they could actually say, you know, if it's lasting, if the immunity is actually lasting more than three months. So we'll just have to see. That's why I'm saying, you know, kind of keep yourself abreast to this stuff. You could just keep visiting the websites as more information becomes available, um, the credible websites, their websites, okay? So reading on, it says the antibodies that the shot creates only last for three months after administration to protect the coronavirus. It adds that the antibodies decrease significantly over time, but also stay three months after vaccination in all participants. However, it claimed the situation is not a cause for concern. Uh, Director Fauci, and other professionals and in infectious disease suggest that it's possible for our bodies to recall the infection and once subjected to the virus again to generate more antibodies. So basically what I'm understanding here and from some stuff that I have read elsewhere is that even if you get the shot and let's say it lasts you for four months, okay, and it's like barely in your system at that point, and then you get infected with coronavirus again. They're saying that your immune system should be able to, even with low levels of the vaccine left in your body, recall what is happening and go, oh, I remember this thing. This is COVID-19. I got to fight this thing off. If you get the vaccine. Now, again, we don't have, so this is just, to me, a little bit of optimism. And, you know, even the response that they're saying, that happens even when you get a regular cold or anything else. You, of course, your body will understand what it is, but that still doesn't 100% say how effective the vaccine is going to be at getting your body to remember to do that immune response. So again, time is going to tell on this, okay? So we just kind of have to sit and wait. Um, so to authenticate that arg argument further, for the further studies are required, is what this report said, okay? So meanwhile, Moderna has submitted to the US Food and Drug Administration for emergency vaccine approval, and that will be reviewed on December 17th, okay? Moderna's mRNA 1273 vaccine is focusing on the newest and innovative mRNA strategy and is given after 28 days and two doses, all right? so. It kind of goes on to talk about the technique that they are using to administer it and everything like that. So um, again, we will just have to see. So what I don't want to happen though is, you know, we get some people run out, they get the vaccine and then they're like, oh, okay, so it's effective for six months and now you're back to square one and you gotta keep getting it over and over again. That's just in the back of my mind how I think it's going to be just based on information. If you just read up on coronaviruses in themselves, they change so fast, you're not gonna be able to just get a one and done. That's just the way I am understanding it. But again, I'm not a scientist or a doctor. So, you know, educate yourself some more on this, but use kind of your intuition as well to, to put what you read together and use your own common sense and try to figure out something that works well for you. So overall, I'm still optimistic. I think that there are um, a lot of good scientists and doctors involved with getting us a good vaccine. So it's probably all gonna work out and we might not get it as soon as we think. I think it'll probably be late 2021 before we really see like all of this strongly come together. I hope it's before then, but in my mind, um, 
with the way things are going, that's just kind of my, me putting some, a little bit of realism on it, on it for me and my understanding. So, all right, guys, I really hope that as moms, this information has been helpful because, you know, we want to know what is the safest options for our children. So if you're like me and you're always concerned about your little ones, they're still growing and developing. For me, I am absolutely going to turn down the AstraZeneca vaccine and I will be going for if I feel like they have the appropriate approvals and some decent time has passed and everything like that. If we are to be vaccinated, we'll definitely be doing the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine because I feel like those, um, based on what I am reading, are safer for myself and most importantly, my little ones. And again, to date, there haven't been any um, clinical trials uh, with the vaccine for children. I'm going to recant a couple things that I said in my past episode regarding kids and vaccines like this. With this rushed vaccine, of course, how would they even get kids to participate? Who's going to sign their child? Are we going to put my child in a clinical trial for this random virus that is new and people don't know very much about? So we can't be mad at them that there are no studies for kids because who's going to do that, right? So. Um, other information that I found about vaccines for children is that vaccines typically seem to have more of an adverse effect on adults than they do on children because children have stronger immune systems. Their bodies are better at adapting. Um, so typically if a vaccine is safe for adults, it will be more than safe for kids. But again, that is just, you know, information that I have found um, and feel you know, comfortable with myself, I would definitely encourage you to do research and find out what is best for you and your family and your little ones. So, all right, ladies, I really hope that this information has given you some things to think about. I hope that I presented the information as unbiased, but as real as possible too. You know what I mean? So, um, please let me know if you have any questions on this. Feel free to hit me up on YouTube and leave a comment or leave a comment on my social media. Thanks so much for listening to Work It Mommy. Have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode.